Hello everyone, this is Bola from CleverGirlFinance.com and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. So on today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to be doing a review of 2017 for Clever Girl Finance. So basically, I'm going to be sharing some of the things that happened this past year because I think there's value in sharing this with you guys. Um, you guys have supported Clever Girl Finance since it started a couple of years ago. And it's almost like this is an audio journal for me to track the progress I've been making. And for those of you who are Clever Girl entrepreneurs who are either thinking of starting a business or who are actively running a business, I think that you will find find value in me sharing what has worked for me this year and some of the things I did to get out of my own way to grow my business. So that's what we're going to be talking about. But before I get into this episode, if you haven't already subscribed, please do iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can also listen to episodes on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel and stop by clevergirlfinance.com. There have been updates to the resource library. There are new tools to help you as you work on improving your finances. And be sure to check out my accountability program at clevergirlfinanceacademy.com if you need that extra help when it comes to working on your finances and you want to be surrounded by like-minded women. So let's talk about Clever Girl Finances 2017. So I actually have a list of things that I wrote and I titled it things I wanted to do in 2017 that I've done. And the reason why I started tracking this list is because sometimes when you go through the motions of business or even the motions of anything you do, your life, your career, your finances, you can sometimes get into a space where you forget to look at how far you've come. You forget to acknowledge the progress that you have made. And it happens because sometimes you can be in that space where you feel like you haven't accomplished anything or you feel like you haven't made enough progress. And all it's going to take to help you get your head right is looking back to see how far you've come. And that's one of the reasons why I keep a list. And so one of the first things that I have on this list was to for 2017 was to launch my podcast. Right. And that's what you guys are all listening to now. And this was a huge challenge for me because I remember when I first tried to record um, the very first episode. And I was nervous trying to record it, like talking to myself into my microphone, into my computer with nobody listening. I was nervous and it was a challenge for me. And so I wrote it down that I want to launch a podcast. I had no expectations for this podcast, but I just wanted it to be a way to reach new audiences, to help um, my existing audience get to know me better. And so I got out of my own way and I launched the podcast. And I haven't even gone back to listen to those first few episodes because, you know, <laughs> I wasn't nearly as comfortable as I am now um, recording the podcast, but I did it anyway. And it wasn't something that I loved to do or I liked to do at the time because it was uncomfortable. But I told myself that having this podcast was going to help my business grow. And I said, OK, maybe if 10,000 people listen to it this year, I would be ecstatic. But the podcast is not even a year. It's going to be a year old in January. January of 2018, and it's approaching 150,000 plays, which is incredible to me. I didn't expect that, but that just goes to show that I got out of my own way to launch this podcast, and I'm so glad that I did um, because otherwise, if I hadn't done that, I can imagine myself starting 2018, making a new list saying, I want to start a podcast. So if you're in that space where there's something in your business that you want to do, start a podcast, um, start creating videos. And I'm going to talk about video in a second. Start whatever it is, like as uncomfortable as it might be, just do it anyway. And one of the things that I did with this podcast was I recorded the first few episodes and I just kept them. I didn't post them anywhere. And then a couple of weeks later, I posted them, but I didn't tell anybody. And just randomly, 
um, a couple people found them and I got a few emails saying, hey, oh my God, you have a podcast. And it was kind of out. The cat was out of the bag and I told everybody. But when I first started, it was a struggle. And so you just have to power through and you have to think about the bigger picture. Um, you can't allow yourself to be the roadblock in your own success. And I feel like with this podcast, um, if I didn't get on my own way, this would never happen. You guys would never have been able to listen to this. I would never have gotten to meet all these amazing guests and hear all these amazing stories and be able to share them with you. So again, whatever it is that you want to do that you're kind of like not doing because you feel uncomfortable, you need to get out of your own way and just do it. <laughs> so along the same lines, another thing on my list was to launch a YouTube channel. And the reason why I wanted to do it was similar to the podcast, was to help me reach new audiences, was to help you guys who are already part of my audience base get to know me more. And video is not my ministry. I struggle with video, especially video that doesn't have a live audience. So I do a ton of webinars um, where I'm presenting to a live audience or I have a guest and a live audience and those are super easy because I'm talking to people they're people you know behind the camera right if that makes sense but when it comes to creating just video for YouTube it was very uncomfortable for me because it was basically me looking at me talking to my camera and that's it and similar to the podcast right but I told myself that I wanted to get comfortable with video I wanted to get comfortable with putting my face out there so people knew who this person was behind Clever Girl Finance. And so I got an accountability partner, my friend Aisha, and we told ourselves at the beginning of this year that we were going to create a video a week and put it online. And so I did that and I didn't even tell anybody that I had a YouTube channel. So basically, if you found me, you found me by chance. I wasn't promoting it or advertising it. I was just creating my videos and posting them and making myself get more comfortable with doing video. And sometime in October, at the end of October, um, one of my videos went viral. And so I had about 600 subscribers on YouTube. And a couple months later, I'm approaching 20,000 subscribers um, from this one viral video that has helped push the rest of my content out there on that platform. And to me, that is just incredible. I am really happy about that. I'm really happy to be able to reach new people. And the reason why that happened was because I got out of my own way. Despite my discomfort with creating the videos, I kept doing them anyway and I stayed consistent. And so again, just like with the podcast, um, I had to get uncomfortable. I had to get out of my own way and I had to do what I needed to do to reach my ultimate goal of growing my business this year. And the YouTube channel and the podcast definitely helped me. So again, if you're listening to this and you know that there are things that you can do to help you grow your business, to help you in your career, to help you with your finances, and you know you can do them, but you're not doing them because you are uncomfortable, get out of your own way right now and start doing those things. So next on my list was getting help. I wanted to get a team in place to support me because I do a ton of stuff with Clever Girl Finance. I create a ton of content. And at the beginning of the year, I was getting to the point where I was completely overwhelmed because I was doing so much. I was doing the podcast. I was doing videos. I was creating blog posts. I was doing social media. I was doing everything and anything that had to do with my business was being done by me. And I knew that that was not sustainable, especially if I want to grow my business, especially if I wanted to get to the space where I was working on my business and not always in my business. So one of my goals was getting a team in place to support me, which I did. I got a team of three amazing women to help me with this business. And it's taught me so much about myself as a leader and as a communicator. And it just helped me, you know, 
get things done and not feel so overwhelmed and be able to make time for my own life too and be able to step away from the business and know that it's not going to crash and burn if I'm not there. So that was a huge help and a huge accomplishment this year, getting help, especially knowing the kind of person that I am where I like to control every single thing. (laughs) So getting over that challenge and trusting myself and trusting the people that I got to help me um, was a big deal and it made all the difference. Another thing I wanted to do was to get systems and processes in place. I needed to get what I was doing documented because in the event that I couldn't do stuff, in the event that I had people join me on my team, which I did, I wanted to have an onboarding process. I wanted to have some documented guidelines to help them get comfortable in their roles and in their tasks. And so one of the things, one of the first things that I had my team do was I had them start documenting all the systems and processes that make Clever Girl Finance run. And um, again, having those things in place make all the difference because sometimes you forget steps. Sometimes you need a refresher. If you bring somebody else on, you want to be able to give them something to help them get comfortable with their tasks. And and if one of your goals is to scale your business, then you 100% need to have systems and processes in place because they're basically going to be the blueprint and the guide map for the people who are supporting your growth to help you stay on path towards the vision that you have created for your business. And so I am so glad I, I got them done. Um, They are invaluable to my business, having those systems and processes in place. And I leverage Asana and Google Drive. And it's just it's just nice to know that, you know, there is this sense of structure and organization in the business and everybody knows what they're responsible for doing. And I know what tasks need to be done when, according to what timelines. And it's just a wonderful feeling. So again, if you're a business owner and you're kind of like all over the place, you want to get some structure in place, you want to get some organization in place, and you want to sit down and map out your systems and processes. And so it's, you know, it can be really simple, like with what are the things you do on a daily basis and what are the steps that you need to get those things done? Um, what are the platforms that your business is accessible on and what are the things you need to get done on those platforms? Um, what are your plans? Like, you know, you can create systems and processes for, you know, the way you structure your team meetings, the way you structure your your goal setting meetings or your vision planning meetings and things like that. So I highly, highly encourage having systems and processes in place, especially if you want to get to the point where you are scaling your business. Another thing I wanted to do in 2017 was to get into a business incubator, to get into a program with other startups that are in that headspace of wanting to scale their businesses, wanting to grow their businesses, but wanting to be around people who want to do the same thing too. And, you know, I feel like we all have the opportunity to learn so much. And I knew that at the beginning of this year that I had so much to learn. I have a huge vision for my business and I kind of know what the vision is, but the the pathway from here to that point is kind of like just all over the place. It's like, I, I haven't figured it out. And I wanted to get into some sort of business incubator to help me gain clarity into what I need to put in place to get to that end goal I have in mind. And it was hard to find an incubator that didn't require me to be, you know, an aggressive startup that had a co-founder that was fully into technology and things like that. And so I did get accepted into one, but it was all the way in San Francisco. And I needed to be there for three full weeks before coming back home to start working on my, um, you know, 
working through the program and then go back and forth between San Francisco. And that just wasn't realistic for me because I have family, I have small children, and it wasn't something that I wanted to do. I wasn't going to leave my kids for three weeks, um, you know, to be in San Francisco, even though it was a great opportunity. But I did get into an amazing, incredible program in New York City, which is just it's changing my life. I'm learning so much about myself as a business owner, um, as a leader, um, learning about opportunities, learning about, you know, just so many things that I was struggling with, um, prior to getting into the program. And I'll probably do an episode at the end of it because I'm still in it. It's like a four or five month intensive business incubator program. And um, one of the best things about this program is the community I'm in. It's an all women program. And I'm just challenged by some of these incredibly amazing and successful women in the program. And I'm just excited and honored and humbled to be a part of it because the application process was... um, (laughs) was tough, but I will share that. But that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to get into an incubator. And even if an incubator is not something that you want to do, maybe it's just getting into a mastermind, you know, and finding like-minded people to be able to talk business with. Um, One of the things I struggled with when I was starting my business, and sometimes I struggle with it now, is that not everybody understands what it is that you want to do. They don't understand the scale of what it is that you want to accomplish or they may not see why this is so important to you. And, you know, that can be deflating sometimes, um, especially if you can't have those conversations that are going to get you thinking about what you can do next in your business, that are going to get you feeling challenged or motivated or inspired to go out and, you know, make progress in your business. And so getting into a mastermind with like-minded people who are serious about growing their business, who are serious about being successful, um, can be very beneficial. So maybe it's a few friends, you know, who are really serious in business. Maybe it's people that you don't know personally, but you can connect with, connect with and network with and kind of form a mastermind. It can be beneficial to you. And a mastermind doesn't just apply to your business. It can apply to your personal finances. You know, it's almost like accountability where you find people who are in that same space, who have that same hunger to accomplish their goals as you do, and you connect with them and you have them keep you on on your toes. So you're checking in weekly, you're sharing your progress with them, you're sharing your challenges with them. It can make all the difference when it comes to accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. And so that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to get into a business incubator and I'm so grateful to be in one right now. And I will share sometime next year, share details about it, hopefully <laughs> with you guys, just to tell you, you know, how it went. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm in the middle of it right now. So that's one thing I wanted to do in 2017 that I did. My list is super long, but I'm just going to go over a couple other things that I wrote on here that I think might be of interest to you. And um, one of them was to be okay about being a business owner. And I remember when I wrote this one down and I wrote it down just because um, maybe I was feeling emotional that day. I don't even know, but (laughs) I feel like, you know, in business, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty and there's also a lot of feedback that you don't necessarily want or you didn't necessarily ask for that people give you. And you will be in a space, you know, and maybe this is just me, But you'll get into a space many times where you're like, am I doing the right thing? Am I crazy? Did I really quit my amazing job to come pursue a business? And, you know, you'll get you get into that place. And I told myself that this year I was going to be okay with being a business owner because um, 
before I left my job, I prepared to do this. You know, I've been growing the business. The business is generating a good income now. And I have a supportive husband. I have a supportive family. And I'm investing into this business. And so I'm going to get afraid sometimes. I'm going to feel uncertain sometimes. I'm going to get frustrated and stressed out sometimes, but I'm going to be okay about it. And so that's one of the things I wanted wanted to do this year. And I kind of did it well. I got into that comfort zone where I have embraced the title of being a founder and being a CEO of a business. And this is not a hobby to me. This is not a, oh, you know, if it doesn't work out next month, I'm just going to go find a new job. This is not that. This is a full-fledged business that I'm going to grow and scale and see through, right? And that's just one of the things I wanted. I wanted to be okay, regardless of the feedback. And I get the feedback all the time. Really? You're doing finance for women? Really? But you had such a great job. Oh my God, is your husband not working? Like sometimes dumb comments too. I'm sorry to say, but sometimes you get those dumb comments. (laughs) But it's, it's just... It's being okay about it. It's being okay and being confident in that space that, you know, I can say, you know what, I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. I help women build real wealth. I, you know, it's having that spiel. It's having that that comfort about what it is that you're here to do. And I'm 100% at that place. Like, Clever Girl Finance does not feel like work to me. I love doing this stuff. I love, you know... I talk about being uncomfortable doing certain things to help me grow my business, but my business as a whole, I love this business. I love what it stands for. I love the impact that it makes on women's lives. I love getting the emails from people saying this little thing helped me so much. Like it fills my heart with complete joy and contentment that at this point in my life, I am happy to be doing this. And so I'm okay being a business owner. I'm okay running this business. And so that was one of the things for 2017 that I wanted to be okay about. And now I'm okay about it. (laughs) And then finally, um, the other thing on my list I'm going to talk about is the fact that I wanted to practice self-care. And the reason why I had that on my list is because the first year of Clever Girl Finance, the first full year of Clever Girl Finance, which was last year, 2016, I failed incredibly. I failed at self-care like in the worst way possible, um, because I was doing so much, um, in my business with my job, cause I was still working at that time, um, with my family, with my kids with my household, with all the other things I'm into. Um, and I just didn't prioritize it. And I dealt with it. There's an episode, um, somewhere on the podcast where I talk about going through a bout of severe vertigo for three weeks where I couldn't do anything. And that was just my reality check as to listen, Bola, you need to get your life and take care of yourself. Like this is crazy for you to be acting like this and, you know, just going, 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 going. So 2017 and for all the years to come, self-care is going to be a priority. And I did a good job this year. I wouldn't say that it was amazing. And every time I scheduled self-care time, it happened. It did not. But I did a good job. I took downtime. Um, I took vacations. I read. I found ways to take myself off of the stress of running a business or any situations that came up. I found ways to kind of like tune out of that space for a little while so I didn't overwhelm myself. So I didn't start getting migraines or feeling excessively tired. And I was tired this year. You know, we all get tired as business owners, especially as new business owners. Um, But I I managed it well. And so next year, one of my goals is to do, is to do a better job <laughs> around that. So like I said, this list is super long. I just wanted to touch on a few things and 
kind of record this audio journal and for those of you who are interested kind of share some little tips and tidbits that can hopefully inspire and motivate you as you go into 2018 and start your businesses or run your businesses or you know work through your finances that's what this is about and so I just wanted to come on here and just share because I think it's good to share so you guys know um, what's happening and most importantly I wanted to say thank you to you guys Thank you so much for your support. I read all the emails. I get the messages. Um, I see the comments. I appreciate it so much because you guys are what has allowed Clever Girl Finance to get this far. And I, I have to express my thanks to you. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for supporting um, the brand and the business. Um, and I'm glad that this is helping you, even if it's just in a small way, because that is the whole intent of this business. So I hope you guys have enjoyed listening in to today's episode and this is December 26, 2017. So we're about to approach the new year and there isn't going to be a new episode until we're in 2018, which is really just next week. But <laughs> happy new year, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back again soon with a brand new episode. Bye.